Welcome to Pageant Planet's podcast, where we share stories and strategies to help expand and connect the global pageant community. Visit pageantplanet.com to find pageants, hire coaches, shop for dresses, and more. Now, here's this week's episode. Welcome, everyone, to another Pageant Planet podcast. This is the podcast for contestants who want to be inspired and discover how to win the crown. I'm Jessie Ledoux McMullen, Pageant Planet's Queen of Coaching, and I'm joined by Cara Mund, Miss America 2018. And Cara, simply put, today we are talking about nerves. Can you remember the last time you were nervous? Oh, my goodness. Yes. <laughs> I've, I experienced nerves in, in so many different ways. I think like most similar to the nerves that I had competing would be my interview for Harvard Law School. I think Mm. that's the last time I was, I felt the very similar nerves that I felt, you know, right before you walked out on stage. (laughs) Well, and for, I don't know about you, I would love to hear about your nerves. For me, when I was competing, I had my mom go out and buy these things called sleep mints like M-I-N-T-S, sleep mints, and they would dissolve in my mouth. They were all natural. And I was, my anxiety was at an all-time high when I was competing in my last pageant, Miss International, because I felt like I had so much pressure. And like, I was just jittery. I couldn't relax. I was a darn mess. And I will say the sleep mints did not help at all. It was placebo effect more than anything else. But for me, it was just internalizing, overthinking, stressing, unable to relax. So that's what nerves are like when they manifest in me. What do they manifest like in you? Oh, I think it, 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 I go through a variety of different types of nerves. Um, so I guess like, you know, competing, I always felt, you know, until, until the end, when I really felt like I kind of got in the swing of things, I always had kind of like these nervous inadequacy nerves, right? Like, did I do enough? Did I prepare enough? Um, and then I also go through the other types of nerves where it's like, Am I going to, you know, get all the information out that I want? Like, am I going to be proud of my performance? Mm. And and they're very different types of nerves. And now that I've gotten older and um, kind of after, you know, after being Miss America and after going through, you know, one of the most stressful times, I feel more those types of nerves is, you know, I've prepared so much. Am I going to get out everything I've done up to this point into, you know, this little set time or, or whatever it is? And so... Um, those, those are more familiar to me now. Did you have a routine for managing that at Miss America? Oh, I think so. At Miss America, I kind of went in thinking I wasn't going to win. And so I didn't put any type (laughs) of pressure on myself. Um, the pressure, I guess the pressure I did have was just to have the best experience and to soak it up. Um, so those types of nerves uh, kind of go back to the, like, you know, am I doing everything I possibly can to enjoy this moment? And they were much more calming nerves. So I didn't, I didn't feel as jittery or as nervous in the, in the typical sense, uh, which I think ended up being part of my success. Well, and and if you are listening and you're like, I cannot seem to get my nerves in check, a quick shameless <laughs> plug. Last week, I recorded a guided meditation for those that are having a hard time getting centered or relaxing either before bed when you're pageant week, when you wake up, getting inspired and invigorated. It's about six minutes. Add it to your pageant 
playlist, um, but you can find that right on Pageant Planet Podcast. So for those of you that are hearing what Kara and I are saying, and you're like, how do I make take control of my own nerves and I'm feeling all this pressure, uh, check that out and see if that works for you. But just something that we wanted to change up in our podcast um, last week. So that's available for you. But uh, there's a lot of reasons pageant girls get nervous and Kara just hit on a couple. Um, but a couple of others, like simple as stage fright. Um, and stage fright is the number one fear people have overall of like people like dying is like number two, number one is public speaking. So clearly that people have a stage fright. Um, Cara, what's like the, one of the next reasons people get nervous? Uh, pressure. So, you know, you spend countless hours preparing and getting ready to compete and, you know, your friends and family have sacrificed so much to get you there. And, you know, most of us feel this innate fear that we're going to let ourselves or other people down and that we have to deliver to them and we have to perform. And I remember that was one thing at, at Miss America is I remember hearing a fellow state title holder say like, oh, my state's going to be so disappointed in me. And I kept thinking like, are you, are you serious? Like you've made it all the way here. You are on the Miss America stage. Like you've already succeeded. And I think, you know, in our heads, we, we keep pushing for that next goal and we don't really take that opportunity to recognize everything that we've done, whether that's, you know, the, the months and the hours of preparation. I mean, that right self there is a huge accomplishment. And, um, you know, so just enjoying that journey and not focusing so much on the destination, but we put this pressure of, you know, I've done everything I can and people are here to watch me and I'm here to mm. represent. And, you know, it's it's not always the, the shiny crown at the end that's the best part. And I think that helps, you know, really help relieve those pressure nerves. Well, I, I have a lot of contestants reach out to, to us on Pageant Planet and they say, I just signed up for my first pageant. What do I do? And the first thing I say to them is, congratulations. That's a really brave thing you did signing up for your first pageant because it's not easy to do this. And what you just said about like, it's a huge accomplishment just to be there. And that's not just Miss America. That's any pageant that you decide to enter because you're putting yourself out there. It's important to remind yourself like what you're doing isn't easy for most people. And even those that have been doing it over and over and over again still get nervous. So it's a big deal. It's important to recognize that accomplishment of just saying, yes, I am setting a goal and I'm going to go after it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think too, even as you keep competing and, you know, I remember my third year competing at Miss North Dakota, I had very similar nerves as my first year. So it's not even like they really go away. They almost kind of get worse because mm -hmm. you're like, I've done this before and, <laughs> and I should be, I shouldn't be nervous. And then it makes you more nervous. <laughs> um, and, you know, just kind of stepping back and, you know, I'm just so proud a that I've come back and I've tried again, or, mm -hmm. you know, I've continued on this journey is, is some other portion that I think we really need to recognize in ourselves. And and finally, I think the the last piece that makes people nervous is the certainty of all of it. Like, will the judges like me? More importantly, will they pick me? And imagine if you were competing in a division of one. Literally, it's just you. Would you be even a fraction as nervous? And I, I personally don't think there's a chance. If you were just by yourself and there was no winning or losing and you were the guaranteed winner, it's a sure thing. It's like, what's there to be nervous about? Um, so it's it's hard to put yourself in that mindset, but it is the comparison. It's not like Olympic figure skating where, okay, if I land at this triple sow cow, I get two points. And then it all adds up to like a certain number. So you know your threshold. You are literally starting from zero and there's not certain things you can do to guarantee points. I mean, you can do your very best, but you just don't know if you'll be the judge's taste that day. 
Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that just, you know, shows you need to go in and be proud of, of what you've done to prepare. And, you know, you can't always, you know, guess what the judges are going to look for. But if you do your own personal best, you'll walk out with no regrets. And, and all that said, like, we do get nervous. So that's the fact of the statement we can make. And we have to prepare for how we can make it as much of a non-issue as possible. So staying calm in any pageant anywhere in the world. And uh, a while back, we pulled our Instagram audience for their best nerve calming strategies. Um, Cara, what was the first strategy? Yeah, the first one was to look to faith or spirituality. Um, for many of us, turning to faith is a is a very comforting um, aspect. Carving out time to reviewing a devotional, saying a prayer, reading a passage can really center us and provide strength and confidence. Um, I remember this is something that I did uh, before I walked out uh, every time. Was you know I just was very thankful and and prayed that you know my preparation you know really had come full circle and that I would be able to showcase what I had prepared. Um, but, you know, believing there's a plan or a higher power can often help alleviate those nerves. Mm, definitely. And for many spiritual people, um, like you said, like there is a plan or a higher power. And this can be decided the day you're born by trusting in your faith, your destiny will manifest and what's meant to be will be. And I am very much from the school of thought of everything happens for a reason. Uh, There's a Steve Jobs quote that if you are also in that school of thought, if you haven't heard this before, I would highly recommend looking it up and getting the actual quote because I'm going to paraphrase. It's something like you can't connect the dots of your life while you're living it. It's only looking back where you can connect those dots. So again, I'm paraphrasing, but that's a general thought. And I believe that. I believe that like your life has been determined before you're born. Um, But I know there's differences. So Cara, is that your school of thought too? Or do you think you make your own destiny? Um, A little bit of both. I am a a firm believer that everything happens for a reason. So, you know, even if you're not a a really spiritual person, just recognizing that, you know, when one door closes, another will always open and, and being open to that. And so, you know, knowing that this isn't the end all be all, right? Like you're not going to go out on stage and, and that's it if it doesn't go your way. (laughs) And so just recognizing that, you know, what you're doing is again, such a huge accomplishment and, you know, just just, just being grateful to be there and manifesting, you know, what you have done up to that point. But I completely agree that, you know, there's there's so many parts in pageantry that we can't control, but our mindset is one that we can. Oh, for sure. And I did look up that Steve Jobs quote real quick because I felt bad for butchering it so bad. It's, <laughs> you can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them looking backwards. So you have to trust that the dots will somehow connect in your future. You have to trust in something, your gut, destiny, life, karma, whatever. This approach has never let me down and it has made all the difference in my life. How comforting. Oh, yes. And I think too, it's, it can be so hard in that moment to wonder, you know, why, why didn't this happen? Or why did life take a path um, that I wasn't expecting? And um, it always seems to me, at least in my personal experience, is that it may be a year, it may be a few years, five years, even 10 years, then it comes back and you're like, oh, it makes sense, you know, and because this happened, this other thing happened, and this was so much more positive, or, you know, whatever, whatever the circumstances happened to be. Yeah, and it was it was for me when I changed my my own focus in the pageant interview. It wasn't like, oh my gosh, I need this title so bad. Like there was there were years where I would compete in pageant interview and and be desperate to win. And as mm-hmm. soon as I flipped that switch, and I was like, you know, they'd be lucky to have me because yep. look at all these amazing things I'm going to do for my platform for the system. 
uh, with or without the title. So they would just be lucky if they could share all of that on their biggest channels and their biggest opportunities. So even that switch alone of coming in it, like, like you said, like everything, like you have something else to offer. And, um, that was, that was all the difference for me. So, um, so those that don't maybe have a heavy root in faith or spirituality, what's the next strategy? Strategy number two is that family comfort or physical comfort. Uh, you know, first I have to say set boundaries with family and friends leading <laughs> into your pageant. Uh, you know, it is such a great feeling to have so many people supporting you, but sometimes that can lead to increased pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, so making sure that you really have those boundaries set, but you know, and, and you might even experience a little over dramatic behavior, maybe from some friends or some family, <laughs> but uh, you know, I, I think it is one of the best feelings to know that you're not doing it alone and that you have people supporting you, maybe even holding you accountable, uh, which I know for me back competing, you know, my mom would would say things, you know, like, well, did you practice your talent today and, and things like that? And it was like, yes, mom, I did, <laughs> you know, but like looking back, it was so great to have someone believing in me and someone to hold me accountable. And I even had that with, with college friends too, you know, some people who, you know, maybe weren't as supportive. Um, but then it gave me that opportunity to say, well, just wait, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go do this. And it's gonna open doors of opportunity. And, um, and, you know, I look back, and it's, it's those types of people, whether, you know, they were like my core group of supporters, but also the ones who challenged me of like, why are you doing this? Um, that really made me strong in my beliefs that, you know, I would be a great title holder. And and on the flip side too, I can remember pageants where I would come back to my hotel room and this is like my early, early competition days. And mom and I would be like, oh, how did, how did so-and-so look? Or, oh, wow, so-and-so looked really good. And there's someone you need to watch. Like they're going to be your greatest competition. You have to shut those conversations down, like from the jump. Like some families get really into the competitive nature of it all. And you just can't have that, that noise like infiltrating your safe space. So um, like you want to be pampered with without judgment by people you know you best, know to your motives, like just love. And you don't have to feel guilty about asking them to like not have those outside conversations with you present. Like just just be grateful that they're there and they're focused on you and your journey alone. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, you know, one of the best moments when I won Miss America was when after walking down the runway, I saw my parents. Um, you know, and they're the ones who, who saw me when, you know, the tears fill when it doesn't go your way or Mm -hmm. that see that, you know, you're, you're so you feel defeated or, you know, it's, you're going through that struggle and you're like, I I don't want to go to the gym again, or I don't want to practice this talent again. Like, I just, I just want to get to the competition. And so, you know, I think that's too, one of the best moments. Do you, do you remember seeing your family right after you won? Oh my gosh. And in the, in the video, actually, you see the, the silhouette of all their heads pop straight up. Oh. <laughs> and my my husband now, uh, we were like fresh dating back then. And I remember seeing him stand up and immediately sit back down. Like he was so stinking emotional about the whole thing. It was, oh, one of the best moments ever. Yes. Yeah. And it almost ranks like, like to me, it ranks the same level as actually winning. Mm. Uh, and it's just this memory that's, that's burned that I'm like, it's in my memory forever. I'm never going to forget it. I'm never going to forget how I felt. Um, so to having that, having that core group supporting you can be one of the best things when it comes to nerves. For sure. 
And um, so strategy number three is judge's mentality. And um, this is all about changing your mentality. We just talked about it. Um, we just talked about it prior to. Cara, do you want to dive into this one a little bit for us? Yeah. So changing your mentality instead of, you know, trying to live up to expectations and, you know, you're, you're really proving to yourself who you are and what you've done. So let's remember that 99% of judges are real people with real jobs. (laughs) (laughs) Their job is not to be a pageant judge um, traveling the world. Often they have different occupations in different areas of expertise. Um, They're not professional critics either. So keeping that in mind. Um, they want to find someone that also kind of fits with what the director is looking for and and what the mission of that pageant, that program is. Um, so keeping that in mind, I think, is such a crucial part is there's so many times when you walk into interview and you're like, well, what does that judge want me to say? And to be honest, after being on the judge's side of the table, I can say judges have no idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they- see it when when they feel it when they hear it um so you know there's really no expectation of you trying to fit in some certain type of box or you know certain type of qualification you bring that to the table and the judge will find it yeah when like you know what your strengths are so if you focus on those and making sure you're discussing those especially in your pageant interview you're less focused on your weaknesses so keep your talking points to the positives and the main objectives that you define on your resume and your paperwork so um, I do find that a lot of new newer contestants if I ask them a pageant question they tend to revert to a negative if I'm like what's your favorite subject they'll say my favorite subject is math I hate history because it's just not something I'm good at I'm like well wait 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 we, I didn't even ask you what you hated and what you're bad at. I just asked you what you're good at, and you immediately took it there. So it's so important that in your interview and your answers and your direction is always like, you want to kind of think of it as a smile, like it lifts up at the very end, and it's not something that's focusing on negative. So remember that about yourself. Don't get down on yourself. Really ride those things that you love about yourself to the very end. Ride it into the sunset. Oh, I love it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, what's uh, what's strategy number four? So strategy number four is one of my favorites, and I did this all the time, and it's giving yourself that confidence boost. Um, so body language is, is such a huge part of your performance and your mentality. And um, I remember, you know, right before I went out for swimsuit, every time I would compete in swimsuit, I was always a little nervous about it. And, you know, I would give myself a pep up talk and I would be like, you know, Cara, you've done everything up to this point that you can. There's nothing you can do more. Uh, you know, I could I could do two more crunches, but it's not going to make a difference, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, and so just being proud of that, and also you know you you see that confidence when a contestant walks out on stage. You know you can tell if she's feeling nervous, and you know get rid of that. Give yourself that little pep talk. Um, and I often too like in college, I was always the one who would give pep talks to friends, and we often forget to give it to ourselves. Mm. And I think that is such a crucial part is you know getting rid of those nerves and telling your yourself, you can do this. And uh, that was always something that was such a great strategy for me. Well, the couple power poses are my favorite. The first is the called the Wonder Woman. Um, <laughs> and it's you stand up nice and tall. You put your hands on your hips, your posture is great, and you hold that. Um, and there is there is a TED Talk that talks all about this. If you haven't seen it, I would highly recommend it. And um, hold that. And it creates tons of confidence, um, and it perpetuates a sense of a strong sense of self. That's one. The second is called the tall and proud, which is a little sillier. So you might want to do this in private if you um, are 
anxious about people judging you in public, which you're in a pageant. So you probably are and aren't at all at the same time, right? We have that like internal struggle. Um, so stand nice and tall and put your hands in like a high V and I'm doing it in my office right now, as I say it, I'm like acting it out myself, but put your chest up, your arms up in a V, hold that for 30 seconds and you'll be in full. And this gets your blood pumping, makes you feel powerful, invincible. And who wouldn't walk on stage with nothing to lose if not for Superman? So build yourself up with physical hacks in order to mentally prepare and calm your nerves too. Oh, I'm doing it too right now. I know, I feel so silly. You feel better. <laughs> so uh, the, the fifth and final strategy um, is be in the moment. And Cara, I want to hear your like pre-stage entrance um, activity, but mine was like dancing. I to go on like like interactivity and laughter have some of the same endorphins and positive effects um, as like working out or any of those things. So like I just like if I was waiting for onstage question, I would just like be dancing backstage to myself as people were answering because there's always kind of some fun like techno music in the in the background on low. So I find the beat there. But that was like I got my nervous energy out versus like listening and overthinking. What did you do? Oh, I was definitely a different approach. Um, hmm. I would kind of like, I remember at least an interview, I would always be kind of by myself and I would pace. That was my thing. Was I would always pace. And it just helped. It was very similar of like staying in, in movement, but I have a lot of energy the way it is. And so it really helped me to kind of calm down, just pace back and forth, really get my inner thoughts going. And um, I did that too for onstage question. I remember being backstage and, uh, you know, kind of just staying in, in my bubble, um, but also being aware that sometimes that can be, you know, to other contestants that can be perceived as like, you're not wanting to be social or you're being mm. really competitive. And so I made sure that that wasn't the case either, but it always helped me to kind of, you know, just have that moment to myself before I walked out. And I really felt a little bit more calm and collected. Um, and, you know, you it can be really nerve wracking, right, to be standing there and getting a question asked to you and know that you get 30 seconds to say it. And um, so that always it always was just a nice little bit of a, a calm right before the storm. <laughs> so did you listen to each question prior to yours or did you try? to block that out oh I blocked it out um definitely blocked it out because I think part of it too is if I heard a question that maybe I wouldn't have felt as comfortable answering it would have made me more nervous um but at the same time if I would have heard a question that was like oh I really love that question it might have given me a confidence boost but then I also knew that I wasn't going to be asked that and so mm -hmm. I didn't want to be disappointed if I got a question that I didn't feel like I could have answered as well as maybe another competitor got um so for me it always helped not to hear it, but I know people do it different ways. What about you? I never listened. I found that I, it would just stress me out because like you said, I would start thinking about how I would have answered that previous question. And then if I can't think of an answer, I'm like, oh my gosh, how am I going to answer whatever I get? Like, what, what is that going to be? How's it going to go? Or if I'm starting to think about it, I'm overthinking on that answer. So I'm already, my brain is already taking energy to think about the previous question versus the question I'm actually getting asked. And it's a spiral. It never stops once it starts. So I yes. try not to think about it. 
Yes. And I remember I was um, one time competing, you know, they always say after the competitors before you go to interview, like, you know, don't talk about it. Um, you don't want to give like someone an advantage and all that. But I do remember a contestant coming back and saying one of her questions one time. And that's all I could think about before I went into my interview was like, if I get asked this question, how would I answer it? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I didn't get asked it. And I spent all this time before interview worried about that question. And um, rather than kind of being in the moment. And so I do think that that is such a crucial aspect is, you know, making sure, you know, when you're getting asked questions, you're really listening to the question that, you know, you, you are there a hundred percent showing up. And it also, um, I think one of the best parts is that you get such little time on stage or such little time in the interview room. And so you really want to soak it up and enjoy it. Uh, especially, you know, I, for evening gown, you're out there for maybe 30 seconds, 45 seconds at most. And, you know, you have this beautiful gown, you've done everything you can to prepare. And so to really go out and just, you know, take your moment and enjoy everything you've done, I think can be one of the best ways to alleviate those nerves. Well, the only caveat to what we just said is in the instance that your pageant has an introduction or a planned speech involved in it, I would say when I was backstage um, at Miss International, they ask you, they say to every contestant, tell me about your platform and you have 30 seconds to give, um, well, I guess Miss America language today would be your social impact statement. Uh, so whenever I was backstage and I heard, tell me about your platform and the music starts, I would do my own backstage. I repeated it over and over and over again. Every chance I get, I was contestant number 10 of 10 and there were 10 teens. So I did it before I got on to actually do it finals night. I did it 19 times backstage. So it was at that point autopilot in the sense of I just could perform it and not have to think about, oh my gosh, what am I going to say? Am I going to forget? I was confident and I was calm and collected. But when it's coming to questions where it's the element of surprise is what Kara and I are getting at is allow it to be genuine and in the moment. And did you work with Don Baker or Kara ever? I didn't know, but I've heard such wonderful things. I have too. And I've, I've talked about Don Baker probably than anyone else in this podcast, because to me, his lessons were so, um, were so transferable and, and so real. And the one I always talk about is his direct quote was, if you think you die in pageant interview, because the minute you stop just communicating, you start overanalyzing, overthinking, and you step on your own thoughts and opinions, and you stop being open and outward. So if you think you die, just let it take over. Be in the moment. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I would say, like, you still want to listen to directions and be focused in rehearsals. So if you're pacing like Kara and you're, or you're <laughs> dancing like me, you still want to make sure that you are taking all the important details and you're listening to the stage manager for cues, et cetera. But don't be afraid to let your guard down have fun during breaks and transportation. Like you do need those interludes of, of fun and freshness. Um, but like backstage, it's, it's not the time in my opinion for conversations, selfies. Um, but it like, it's up to you, like whatever's best for you. But like, you certainly, like Kara said, you want to make sure that you're letting your guard down when it's important. So you still don't, you don't look overly competitive and still you look friendly. Um, but it's not the time for like too much fun backstage in my opinion. Yes, I agree. I agree. And just kind of talking about our strategies, I think that's one of the highlights is that every person deals with stress differently. Mm-hmm. Um, and so also recognizing what works best for you, uh, I think can be one of the best parts and just being very intuitive to, you know, this is how I deal with stress. And this is what's going to make me successful in my next competition. 
Mm-hmm. It's just so important because it keeps it keeps you humble and in touch with those around you to just be in the moment. And in any given pageant, you're surrounded by women who are probably just as beautiful, just mm-hmm. as confident, just as smart. And you want to recognize all their all their worth first and foremost. So enjoy learning from their experiences, the skills, and and appreciate them for it. Absolutely, absolutely. And you know you. You are so well prepared up to that point. Um, and I think too, you know, watching how other people handle stress might even be a great learning experience because if you're not sure how you handle it, there's so many different ways. And so, you know, keeping an, your eyes and ears open and you might find a strategy that works best for you. So if you could, if you could summarize today's podcast, Cara, um, what's your overall thoughts? Oh, overall thoughts is that every contestant experiences nerves. So mm-hmm. if you get very, very nervous, you're not alone. Uh, and there's so many great ways to handle it, whether it's looking to faith and spirituality, family and comfort, recognizing that judges have no idea what they're looking for and that you are already more prepared than they are, um, giving yourself that confidence boost and being in the moment. Uh, these are all such great strategies and things that I think you know will help in whatever comes next in your competition, but even in the real world. Yeah, your best way to prepare for a pageant is constantly putting yourself in uncomfortable positions. By forcing your body and mind to adjust to stress and pressure on a regular basis, you'll be more equipped to handle your pageant day. So don't just stay in your bubble. Challenge yourself every single day, whether it's um, as you present yourself on stage in your rehearsals or in public or appearances or on social media, whatever that looks like. And even if you don't feel 100% confident and those nerves are creeping up, remember that whenever does feel 100% confident, I would love to meet the person that does. Um, and you will understand like what your mind and your body are going through and how best to react in the moment. So that's be- that comes from that practice of always pushing your boundaries and trying different things. Um, Cara, do you have any other thoughts you want to share before we wrap things up? Um, I, for me, nerves were always a good thing and it just showed how much I cared and how much I wanted what I was striving for. Um, so, you know, nerves aren't always bad. So keep that in mind as well. And thanks for listening. And if you've received any benefit from this show or from ones previous, please consider giving us a five-star review. It may seem like a small action, but it really helps us keep the show going. Until next time, take care. Want to become a part of pageant history? Create a free contestant or business profile on pageantplanet.com to unlock hidden features and connect with other experts throughout the world.